Welcome to the Click Six Podcast. As a disclaimer, the content of the podcast is meant to meant for a mature audience. As stated in our podcast the description, six different views, meaning the views or comments of one individual does not represent the group, but the singular individual who makes the statement. But what's your uh when you think of fear, what's your definition of fear, Sean? I don't know, something that you're scared, scared of. Man. I don't, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Something that you, I can't explain it without saying the definition, so I don't know. Go somewhere. I mean, you got your own definition of it. Well, Big, go ahead. What's, what's your definition, your personal definition of, of fear? Fear to me is, you know, something that scares you. That's what I think of when I hear the terminology fear. Dom T, anything different? Uh, not nothing different. Just something that scared you, something that stopped you from doing something right. that you might have done. Otherwise. So the noun is a distressing emotion aroused by impending danger, evil, pain, etc. Whether the threat is real or imagined, the feeling or condition of being afraid, uh, a specific instance of or propensity for such a feeling. Uh, that's the dictionary.com. Uh, definition of fear. I agree with y'all too. Um, fear is just being a, afraid of something. Um, like in the, I think it's more so the the, the piece that I that I want to get at today is the real or imagined piece. Um, I feel like the climate of the day's world right now is based upon fear. The imagined piece. Um, like say for instance, culturally we're told about how to deal with police. People are scared of interactions with police. Right? So, and I think that comes what the fear comes from them not knowing. Like, both just school that's just now on rental properties. I was scared. He, he mentioned to me, I shouldn't have said what I said about having those two properties. But the fear of having two mortgages made me get off the, the track of actually renting out my home. The fear of unknown. So now that Bo broke that down to me, that changes my thought as far as because I didn't have that information. That people live all for fear. What y'all think about that? I think fear dictates a lot of things people do. Right or wrong, it does. I agree with that. I, I really feel like I, me, not just I think if it, 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 it dictates everything that people do. Um, you get some people who, who are well off with money or whatever it may be, the fear of losing that either drives them to, to, to continue to be successful or it drives them to, to, to go crazy. Just the thought of losing that particular level of living or amount of money that they have, they might go, go rampant and just go crazy when it comes to that. And, um, Shoot, like like we about to talk about uh, with with the Father's Day, some dudes who 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 never had a father are scared to be fathers because the the fear of the unknown of now how not knowing how to 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 actually perform that role. So what y'all think about fear, man? Do y'all do y'all make moves based upon fear? I mean, I mean, yeah. go ahead. that's a that's a that's a natural feeling, especially in this day and age. You know, people don't want to fail. That's one reason. Why people don't want to do stuff, you know, they scared they're gonna fail and not succeed at it. So that stopped them from doing things that could possibly be great for them. I think that's something that's going to always 
be a part of any human nature, you know, the fear of failing. Like for me, my, my biggest thing is when it comes to fear is not having money. I feel like that's something that just it just it just can't be it just can't happen this day and age. If you don't have no money in this day and age, you can't make, you know what I'm saying, you don't have no power. That's how I look at it. But just like to piggyback what you were saying, like even going back to the police, what you were saying, Tay, that's a fear that's been instilled in us for years. You know, African Americans are scared of the police, and that's just what it's gonna be until something changes. You was about to say something about Oh yeah, I was thinking about fear, but fear also can be also could be a good thing too, because it can keep you safe. Right, because yeah. like Big said, not having no money is a big fear of everybody. So if you don't buy this, I'm just saying because you know, so if you didn't have the fear, I think you'll be a lot more irresponsible than you are right now. You know, as far as the police, I say I'm not scared of the police. You know what I'm saying it's just I know not to mess with the police. Yes, you cause it make you more cautious. That's a good word. I make you more cautious of everything. I don't, I don't want to get confused as far as with, with what's going on. Just, just I just use that as an example to, to make my next point as far as well, go ahead and finish what you say. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, and I say it's making more cautious about everything, especially say my. I want to say one of my biggest fears is leaving my family without me. So that makes me be cautious about everything that I do. So I want to be there to support them no matter what. So it's like, you know, you got to be cautious around everything. I'm not gonna go jump on no plane tomorrow. Yeah. Not because. I'm 100 percent scared, but it's like you know I don't need to take that risk. That's a risk I don't need to take. Yeah. So, like like you said, um, I just use that the police drone as a um, as an example. But what we was talking about before we before we started, um, like that fear of having those two mortgages, and I'm sure you guys can hear that in the show. Like that don't hurt me having to pay that extra money and not thinking like you was thinking both. But, you know, having that you got your mama, she got the multiple problems, you know how they don't work. But my fear of having to pay that extra money back to the fear of not having enough cash and thinking of the right now and going in and take and, and, and take this time right now to see which is a minor setback for what's going to be in the future as far as that, that, that wealth that I'm creating. That fear made me back up off of making that sale. And move it to that new house and, and rent. But after that conversation we just had, don't kind of spark something in my head like shit. Man, I might have to look into it. You know what I mean? Because you gave me that knowledge. But that fear of having that, having the my, my mindset going into it to get that extra dough. And then not having to get that extra dough off top. And then saying, well, I'm gonna be more getting more debt. That kind of made me like back up like the fear of not having, like, well, that's something I can't do. But just with that conversation we just had, changed that whole that mindset. For shoot, that's something I might gotta look back into. But then again, it goes back to the other thing we was talking about with the five hundred. The fear of putting that money up, people like I wouldn't put it up. But if you got it, saying it ain't gonna hurt, why be scared to put it out there? Like you said, you going to buy clothes or shoes, and I look at it like that. If I'm going to buy some clothes or something, I ain't doing nothing but blowing it there. Why? Why? But you need. But but you can trust your your intuition yeah. and your gut. You're you right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And you're right. And that's and that's the thing with me right now. My intuition and my gut ain't saying that. And I trust that a lot. But like like y'all saying, y'all everybody has their own opinion and they got their own on way of doing something, doing doing things. But like also, I just it look. It sounded like on that joke, the whole thing was is like I'm gonna put money in. I'm gonna get money right now. You know what I'm saying. 
It's like that's always not right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I don't know. It's just it ain't necessarily that I'm I'm afraid. You know what I'm saying it's just it don't sound right. You know what I'm it's, saying? it's it's untraditional. But I, but but the, get that more to get that information because right after I, I sent that down to y'all later on that night. I I, I I I sat in on a, a Zoom that they had where dude broke that joint all the way down, and it made it clearer to me. And one of the biggest pieces, like we talk about the fear of losing the money, the big the biggest piece that I got out of the joint was like, yo, if I'm gonna put my money in this joint and I just lose it, that joint gonna hurt me. A big piece that came in that joint was that if whenever you got not told big this, if you get to the point where it's like, yo. It ain't going like you want it. You feel like you ain't getting you ain't getting a return on your jump like you want to. You can got that gonna go and say, yo, I want my dough back. And they specifically say they'll give you your dough back. So you can go in and do a week or two and you feel like, man, this don't this don't some bull. And you can hit them like boom, hey dog, I need my money. And according to them, you'll get your money back. And it's just like any other business. You gotta trust that they're gonna be worthy of what they say. My thing was when you when you sent it to us, whatever the name of I forgot what, what the yeah, yeah, yeah. what you called it or whatever. I go I googled yeah, it yeah, yeah. what the fuck you was talking about. And pretty much everything I read said is if you have a problem or inability to save money, this is it. Like all the money you put in comes right back. And I was like, Well, I don't need to just have somebody else hold my money for me. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, the, yeah. Bank do, the bank do anyway. So, <laughs> and, 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 and and that's cool, but through, through, through that joke, it's a it's a it's it's a cycle. You know what I'm saying? Like I like explained the big, it's a it's a cycle. So so Dom, you read that joke. So so what you read, so what so what you read on was it was it negative in your mind? It won't negative, it's just something that I don't need. They basically said you five people, for instance, put up a thousand dollars and every five weeks that thousand that whatever money that's Everybody put in five thousand dollars to come to that one person. So I was like, so you after five weeks, you put in five thousand, you get five thousand back. It was like that's not really benefiting me any because I'm just I can just leave my money sitting in the bank and I had nobody. And that, and that, but the cycle changes from 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 earth for week. So say for instance, we do that jump. That jump is shift. Like one day I be in that jump. I, I be in the jump getting that that, that I be getting that rack. So, for instance, then that's that's the first five weeks. The next five weeks. I will cycle back to the bottom, and then you'll go to the jump. You'll get the five weeks. You'll you'll get the G the next time. Then they'll go big. You know what I'm saying? We'll just make that cycle, and we putting we putting that generating cash in our pocket. You know what I'm saying? But but from what I read is you don't get it's no extra money. You just the same money you put in is the money you get back. It just keeps you from having to save it. And this you're giving it to somebody. And, and and then they give you it back after whatever the cycle is. But you, you the money that you get back from what I read is what you it's just the money you put in. You don't get no extra money. And and this joke is set up different. Like you see, you'll have to you'll have to you'll have to sit through the joke because you only pay that as you go through the cycle the the, the, the first time you only pay that one time fee as you move up. Because that's why it's contingent on bringing in other people. So so with this joke, as far as fear, I feel like a lot of people, this is not a traditional way of how we do things here. So, the first time people hear about this joke, it is it is fearful. I think that that makes a good point. That that makes a good connection to fear. I think a lot of people are scared of things that are new and untraditional to them. People are sometimes scared to take that step out and do something different. 
because they're so used to being in different states. You know what I mean? So, like, say, for instance, um, people going to school. Some people might be in the family where high school is the highest that everybody in their family went to. So going to college is just is new and different. So sometimes the fear of the unknown of going to school and not knowing what you're going to get out of it and not, not having the conversation with somebody like both giving us that information as far as having the mortgage or whatever, that sometimes makes people cuss, stops them from doing something that can actually get them to have them be more successful. And that's that's on a positive note. And it works on a negative note, too, with what we're seeing is going on now. Because of, like what Big say, we've been told to be very cautious of how we move with law enforcement, but to interact with, with a police officer wasn't, is, is not, it's not hard for me because I know what to expect. You know what I mean? As long as I'm under control and, I, and I'm talking, I'm good. Don't run, don't make no sudden moves, you're good. I mean, but speaking from my, for myself, I've had experience with police where they overstepped and I didn't do anything to like warrant them overstepping. They just overstepped. Like wh- whether or not I came out alive because I was calm, da 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 da. Like that's irrelevant. The issue is they overstepped. <laughs> well, what did we do to make them overstep? No, no, he ain't do nothing. He ain't do nothing. I didn't do anything. He ain't I didn't do nothing. But I didn't do I, nothing. I, like the main thing I did wrong was not know my rights. Like I was nineteen years old. He asked me to step out the car so he could search. I was like, all right, I ain't got nothing in the car. Fine. That was yeah. that won't call for. I didn't have yeah, to, okay. I didn't know but my rights. That, and I think that's what it is too, though. But I didn't. But I didn't do anything because he he stopped me because I had a, um my registration on my license plate uh-huh. was expired. But then it went to we also noticed you because you fit the description of the suspect and all the other stupid mm. shit that they say. What, do you do you, do you, do you mind stepping mm. out the vehicle so we can search it? And I'm and I'm thinking like, all right, sure, mm. no problem. No. <laughs> like, no. But but I, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Nineteen, you know, you know, know I didn't know that. Nobody and, told and, me that. And, 30 some years old now, I'm like, nah, man, yeah. get another car. And, 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 but that goes back to that that, that piece of, of knowing, like, at that time, if I was in the car, which I would have been like, sure, we ain't got to do nothing. If he asked a search, you can say no. A lot of people don't know that. You know what I mean? It's, it's just the, the, the fear of, okay, he could say this, and then the people plan on people fear. People knowing, all right, I can tell this man he's scared right now, so I'm going to do this just to mess with him. Y'all heard what uh, uh, Bradley Bill uh, said? No, nah. I heard. So I heard he had, him and John Wall was talking some about their encounters with police, but I didn't read the article. Yeah, so dude tried to try to quit. He was like, he was he was um driving on the highway, him his wife and, and his homeboy, and um he got pulled over, and dude tried to intimidate him, and was like, it will be it will it will it will it will it will f up your day if I if I if I lock you up today, it will mess up your whole your whole day. Your whole Monday, wouldn't it? And he was like, dude, he, he, he felt the, the fear that dude was trying to push on him. You know what I mean? In the sense, like, he was like, man, I ain't do nothing wrong. So he was like, man, basically, like, it is what it is. And that's, I feel like that's dude trying to play on, a, play on or, or intimidate the man. How much, how much uh, do y'all think that got to deal with uh, people's ego? Well, it got everything to do with it, to deal with their ego. Like, he, like, just speaking, like in in the sense of somebody being an officer, they may feel like that's the ultimate power that they may have ever had their whole lifetime. So, with them having that power and they feel like they on top, 
yeah, they gonna they gonna try to run with that joke. They gonna act like they bigger than the system, and then from that, who knows what else they can do? You know, the fact that they can alter your life. Nah, some people just gonna they gonna, some some of these cats out here abusing the power of law enforcement. Let's just be honest about that. I'm gonna use that as an example. It's some people who don't need to be in these positions. These were probably people who was getting picked on in school. Nobody liked. Now they got a little bit of power. They feel what it's like to be cool, be in charge, and be big bad. They gonna try to abuse the joint, and that's what you see each and every day in this world. In a lot of these police officers, I, I think they happen across the board and everything. Yeah, I think they happen across the board and everything, though. You know what I mean? It ain't just with that. Like you might have. But uh, speaking on which I was talking about like earlier with money, like me personally, like I have a fear of going broke because I have ego and pride that I don't want to accident mm-hmm. like money. Like that's that, that's where my fear is predicated on my ego. I don't want to have to accident about it for shit. So what what is there something that, that will make you remove your ego to do that? Well, I mean, like, so say if that happens, right? Would your ego allow you to continue to 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 live on the street or or, or, or to live a life where you 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 faking the funk when you got somebody you know you can probably you can ask or say something or, or get some help from? No, I'm leaning on my mother before I be homeless. But, but I would that say, man said, do you feel like would your ego allow you to come say something to us though? Y'all would be an option. Y'all would be a first option. But I'm saying if it gets to that point. Yeah, if it gets to the point, I'm not gonna go homeless without saying something. Yeah, you can stay in my crib. <laughs> yeah. I got you. 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 Come over here, bro. You know what's all right. So, you stay in my crib, man. Hey, yeah, man, you got that. Hell no. You got hell no. You can't come over here. 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 I do. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, I do. 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 I Stop fake working out and answer the phone. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so look. All right, so next thing. What is your biggest fear? So we heard both biggest fear of not being there for his family. Uh, Don, what's your fear? Being broke. Being broke. Being your biggest fear. Being broke, dog. I just can't do it. So you're telling, my- you telling me you would rather be broke? I mean, be money with, not, with your family than uh, saying be broke with your family? Yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Got no kids. Uh, yeah. All right. I mean, <laughs> when I say being broke, dog, it's, I mean it's basically the same sense, though, bro. I mean, to me, no, it ain't, yo. But money, man, you know, look, 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 money, money is not everything, yo. Uh, so you gotta, you gotta realize that, though. You know I'm saying, no, I, I, I think, I, I'm pretty sure. Look, I'm pretty sure your daughter would rather have you there than have the new joy. You know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. So, you, so my my my, big, my biggest fear is 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 is, is the same thing with like both. You know what I mean? I was like you, big. You know what I'm saying? Money was was the biggest thing because that was what was, you know what I mean, like imprinted on my mind. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have money to do 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 this. You gotta have money to do that. You gotta have money to do this when it's like, nah, just being like just being there. I I wanna be here to have 
so my kids can have somebody to come talk to. So just to be around, you know what I mean, when they have the moments where they need that support. And that's that's yeah. and that's based upon I'm being biased because it was times where I felt like sure that I needed motherfuckers to talk to, but I ain't had nobody to talk to, you know what I mean, about some things. Some things I couldn't talk to my mom about because she just she's a female, yo. Some stuff you just can't talk to your mom about being a, a, a man, you know what I mean? Because as a young age, you can't articulate it to whereas she may or may not understand it. You know what I mean? So I want to be there for my son, but I also want to be here for my daughter because I want to try to be, I ain't perfect, but I want to try to be an example of what she should what she should have expectation from her significant other. You know what I mean? As far as somebody being there consistently, I mean, supporting her and doing the how to, how to kind of example, like the money thing, I want to get money. It's it's been it's still to me to get money, but 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 lately it's like I, it ain't much so it ain't too much about money. It's just, it's more uh, more about just being here and having fun and, and and mentally being being good. You know what I mean? Because when sometimes I feel like you when you start focusing on money, that don't even make whatever your problems is worse because you get frustrated with the with the money. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to make money and chasing. I think that's how some people become addicts or whatever. Cause they talk, they trying to get money so much, and they they ain't making these goals that they set. They digging holes, you know what I mean. So my biggest fear, like Bo, is is just to be here and support my family because they ain't have nothing like that. I mean, true. I mean, like like I said, I respect what both of y'all saying, and I don't have no problem with that. But for real though, like when I say fear not having money. It's not more so just being able to provide. It's more so like making sure when I say fear, uh, you know, not having money, that's in general. Like I can't do for my family. We're not able to do anything. We're just sitting here. I don't have any generational wealth to give and pass on. That's what I mean by like fear of not having money to me. That's that's I'm talking about generational wealth. When I say that, I want to make sure that if I'm not here, my family got something to fall back on. They not in need. They not struggling. And just like Don T said, they don't have to go ask nobody for nothing. I done already set up. I done already already got stuff set up to where they straight. Even if I'm not here, that's what I mean by fear of being broke. What was I saying? I, it's gonna come a day where your daughter get a little older, and then your ass gonna be working at all fucking day, and then she gonna be in that motherfucker crying. You have to take your ass to work. You know what I'm saying. That shit, that shit gonna, that shit not gonna feel good, yo. You know what I'm saying she, she don't, she don't give a fuck about the money like that. You know what I'm saying she don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying yeah, I'm yeah, she, don't, yeah, she, don't, she don't care about the money now because she doesn't understand what's going on. Like she don't know about mortgage and light bill and all that. Yeah, she. I'm pretty sure your wife, your wife know about that shit. She don't give a fuck about the money like that either, though. You know what I'm saying they rather have you there than you know I'm saying you be worried about money extra hard. You know what I'm saying how much money is enough money where you won't be worried about money no more. It's not enough. Money for me is six figures a year. And then once that you get to that, well, in the long, in the long scale, you could get to the six figures. And you'd be like, man, this ain't enough. Yep. I need this. You talk, you talk about moving and all this shit. This more money you gonna be spending, yo. Know what I'm saying. Hey, but look though, I ain't gonna be at work twenty four hours seven days a week. Number one, I'm all you do that, my nigga. You do that, nigga. You be at work, nigga. You know what I'm saying, nah, bro. I nigga, used to work. Used to work like three jobs, nigga. Used to work like a motherfucker. You know what yeah, I'm saying? when I was single. Now that I'm married, I don't work like that no more. You still work the security joint. You call you told me about the other day. Tell you, I work at that joint like maybe once out of every three months, though. Maybe. And that's pushing it. Like I'm I'm to the point now where they gotta email me each and every month and be like, hey, we need you to work a shift because 
your bag is about to expire. They're about to ask you for your stuff back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a <devil. laughs> Give me my vest back. Give me my fleece back. Give my flashlight back. No, no, no. I pay for the No, you got to get your own flashlight. You got to pay for your own flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> I pay for the no, flashlight. They make you pay for that, Joe, though, John. I super got I'm the email the You got to return the flashlight. I brought my own flashlight. I'm about to say, I brought my own, dog. I brought my own flashlight. They, they ain't get the fleece back. Oh, <laughs> I pay for the flashlight. I ain't pay for the fleas. I rented the joke. I rented the joke. You know what I'm saying? They ask for your shirt back and everything. Like, come on, y'all. You know but yeah, I got a question. Do y'all think ego is a good thing? Is that sometimes? I think so. I think it's an ego. I think ego is good. Because I, I, I be having to get on, I be having to get on Elijah about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because he be getting so down on himself. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, why are you getting down on yourself, yo? And I said, like, you should believe in yourself. If you, if you can, if you can see what I can see, you know what I'm saying you wouldn't be getting down on yourself. You know what I'm saying you, you will be feeling great. You know what I'm saying. That's what I, I, I think. I, 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 go ahead, finish, bro. I, I got, I got you. Oh yeah, that's why I was just be like, yo, you know what I'm saying I feel you great, but you can't see it. You know what I'm saying, and that's one, one thing he did not get from me. You know what I'm saying his ego. I said, Dom Tino, let you tell that any nigga better than me at anything, nigga. I'm going to break my neck trying to be better than that, nigga. Oh, no. Like, oh, you going to kill myself trying to be better than me. You going to kill yourself again. That's why we in the watch get along so well, you know what I'm saying? Because we feel the exact same way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's why, that, that's why that's not nigga, but that's not arch enemy. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, <laughs> oh, this, nigga think he, this nigga think he's better than me, and it's not the fucking truth. And I just be like, come on, yo. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like your ego can be a good thing as long as it's kept in check. You know what I'm saying? Because my wife would tell me in a minute, nigga, you ain't shit. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? Go, don't act like you. You know what I'm saying? Don't act like walk around here and act like you the shit. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? I need so, that. You know what I'm saying? I need that much time because the society says you shouldn't have an ego, you shouldn't talk about you know what I'm saying how great you are. I, I I tell you this, I tell kids this all the time, and I tell my own daughter this because I think it's a generational thing. The point I'm trying to make is I tell kids all the time, I don't tell you that I believe in myself, or I don't show you that I believe in myself. I don't think nobody outside of me will believe in me. You know what I'm saying? And I think your ego has a lot to do with that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like ego is great because of that. Because if you don't have an ego to say I can do this. You'll, you you won't be successful. You you you're just you're just I don't know, man. I, I, I agree with you saying, Sha. That don't just. Some people say you shouldn't have an ego. I, I feel like you gotta have a you gotta have an ego, and sometimes you gotta be cocky at times. You gotta. I think you having the ego stops people exactly. from walking all over. Yep. Like like if you know what you're worth or what you bring to the table, can't nobody just treat you any any kind of way. Like your boss can't talk to you in a type of way. Woman can't talk to you in a type of way. If you if you know what you bring yeah. to the table, exactly. Yo, you gotta you gotta you gotta let niggas know, yo. Know what I'm saying like, hey man, you know what I'm saying don't play with me like that, yo. Know what I'm saying for real, yo. You gotta know. You, sometimes you just gotta know you better than the motherfucker. Know what I'm saying you know. What I'm saying it's just you, you can look in their face and you know you better than. Know what I'm saying. But I think what what happens is when you show that people try to make you. Madam, try to make you feel bad for 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 identifying it and, and saying it, or make you seem like you some cocky motherfucker. But look, if you can back it up, it don't matter. I'm saying, like I mean, I'm saying yeah. it don't matter. If you can back, if you can, you can talk that shit and back it up. 
you can you can hide all the ego you want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I said, I, I I dislike him, but I like him, the nigga George. You know what I'm saying? The nigga ego is off the chain. You know what I'm saying? But he mm-hmm. can back it up. So I'm saying, mm-hmm. so everybody else, you gotta respect it. You know what I'm saying other people with an ego can respect it. And other people that don't have no ego or this soul, you know what I'm saying, they just gonna fall in line. Like I mean, go back to what we were talking about earlier. So I feel like that conversation we had before we started had this, had something to do with our egos. So, well, you saw you won't you you won't you know what I'm saying you didn't record with us last week. So you you heard something. So you came in, your ego was like shorty. Man, it was spitting off some stupid. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say this. You know what I mean? Because if I don't say this, I ain't gonna feel right. You know what I mean? I could have allowed my ego to get in the way, or or or, or Big could have allowed his ego to get in the way and be like, no, you know what I'm saying? This is what it is. Sure. My ego said, yo, listen to what he say, cause he gonna probably he he possibly can give me something that I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Or some information that I didn't think of. You know what I mean? It's some people, they egos get to the point where in a negative way, where they would have fought everything you said and was like, ah, this ain't it. You know what I mean? I was trying to get that going, trying to get you to understand what I meant. But I really listened to what you said as far as that, which, you know what I'm saying? Now I got that on the back of my mind. Got me rethinking and thinking that whole process again. You know what I'm saying? But that, that also comes from where it comes from. You know what? I would, I would never purposely steer you in the wrong direction. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Okay, and like I said, I can listen to you. I was listening to you, you know what I'm saying? But I just wanted the best for you. So it's like, yo, I don't think that's right, you know what I'm saying? For the knowledge that I have, I want to share it with you. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, ain't, I ain't gonna never steer you down the road. I ain't, I ain't never ever, since you know me, I ain't never ever told you no purpose shit on purposely wrong mm-hmm. shit, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never ever did. I ain't never ever let you get it fucked up, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never ever. So now when I'm saying something, it's like, okay, that's my nigga. I'm gonna listen to him, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's that's what everybody too though. That's what all of us, you know what I mean? Yeah, because I felt like he was wrong, but I was like, I don't have, I don't have the knowledge of boy. Exactly. Like, you know. But I said, but that, 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 that got to do with your ego. You need to know when to check your ego and to know when to let it blossom. See what I'm saying? Like I said, when my wife said, "Come here, shut the fuck up," you know what I'm saying, "Why you walking around here like that?" I gotta listen. You know what I'm saying, I'm like, yeah. Maybe I'm maybe I'm being ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You put, yeah. Me, on, you put me on blast all the time, but I, it's cool though. You know what I'm saying? Because she can see what I can't see. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you just got to check your ego, but sometimes you need to let it flourish, let it let it be out there, peacock it. You know what I'm saying? Let the world see. And I, I, I can tell this to y'all. Y'all probably could agree to this. When we were younger, I allowed my ego to got that gonna drive everything I did. You know what I'm saying? Which I had a lot of. I feel like I had a lot of the negative interactions that I had, you know what I'm saying, was because I ain't I didn't know how to check that jump. You know what I'm saying? Like uh yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? That's it. People say I hate that nigga. I like, yeah, you know, that's my nigga though. I'm saying, so <laughs> I don't tell you. Yeah, yeah, I see I, I, I can see it. I, I can see it, from. but you know, that's my nigga. <laughs> But I think now, you know what I mean, looking back, I don't regret none of that. You know what I mean? Because it was at a point where I was trying to find where I was doing, but now looking back, I can see where, oh, yeah, I was wrong. So now, some of the relationships that I'm building now and some of the past jokes, I've changed. You know what I mean? Them same people that said that to you both, I've got a different relationship because it's like, yo, oh, dang. I, I know hey. one nigga that still don't like you probably, so it's cool. For real? Hey, I know about a couple niggas probably don't like you. You know what I'm saying? It's probably, <laughs> it's, it's probably, it's probably likewise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. 
It's cool. I said it's forever. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> next time. Go ahead, bitch. Yeah, man. So the top of the Father's Day, man, you know, that's tomorrow, you know. Big shout out to everybody, you know, out here doing the right thing by their family. I want to talk about the evolution of fatherhood within the African American culture. So, of course, all of us growing up, we all come from different backgrounds. Both your mother and father they were married, me, Dom, and Tay, our mothers with single mothers taking care of us. So both for you for Father's Day, what are some of the things that your father, you know, that knowledge that your father gave you growing up in the house? Well, my father just told me how to, I said, he told me how to be a man. He showed me the good things and the bad things. You know what I'm saying? As far as working hard and providing for his family, he always did that. You know what I'm saying? But let's not get it twisted. My dad was not my friend. You know what I'm saying? My dad is tough. You know what I'm saying? And we we it ain't he not the kind of, kind of guy that you can just go and talk to him. You know what I'm saying about anything in my life. You know what I'm saying? And that and like I said, so he showed me the good things and the bad things. He showed me he gave me a mold on how to be as a father, as far as working hard, taking care of your family. But also he showed me what not to do. Like I'm I'm hard on my sons, but I also want them to know that I'm their father, but I'm kind of their friend too at certain times. You know what I'm saying? So if they need to come and talk to me. That's fine. I understand. I said I've been there. I've been through what you're going through. I'm saying, and if you need, if you have any questions, you can always come to me, no matter what. Even if you fucked up morally, I'm the first friend. I'm gonna have the body for you, son. I'm saying, and I want to let them know that. I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Now, now when you now when you say that, like, I know you said your father wants a friend, but he shows you, like, he 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 basically gave you love. He showed you what love is. Yeah, he showed. Yeah, he showed me what love. He, he like I said, my dad is. He, he's a product of his environment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my granddad when he was alive, he was a drunk. You know what I'm saying he took care of his family, but he was also mean. You know what I'm saying, and you know, so when he was growing up, it was different between when I was growing up. You know what I'm saying, I think every generation should get a little bit better at parenting. You know, because. Everybody should try to be a little bit. I try to be, I'm pretty sure he tried to be a little bit better than his dad. I'm trying to be a little bit better than my dad. So when my kids get get grown and have their own kids, they try to be a little bit better than me. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was good. That's good to hear, man. That, that's good to hear. You know, speaking from somebody who had their father in their life. Now, I know Dom, telling myself, you know, I knew who my father was. My father spent time with me, he was there. You know, my father did everything that, that he possibly could. Like he was not a deadbeat. You know, I, I I would gladly admit that and say that. Um, even though my mother and father were not married, he still showed me what a man should be doing, so I can make sure that I put those same values on my family now. Um, you know, he he was there for me. He helped me. He helped give me a lifestyle that was better than his. And he always told me, like, "Hey, son, I love you." So, you know, he showed me where the father should be. Now, Dom and Tay, you know, for y'all, you know, how was it growing up for y'all? Um, like Bo said, my daddy showed me what it was to be a father. And I know that don't funny, but it's crazy because you said he won't dead. Mine was a deadbeat. Okay. You know what I mean? I lived at the top of the hill. He lived at the bottom of the hill. Um, he was around. Grandma was alive. His mother. I would go mm-hmm. over that on a lot. You know what I'm saying? But until she died, like most, you know, your mama keep everything together. So when she died, it kind of got crazy. 
You know what I mean? Ain't no get crazy. He just was gone. You know what I mean? I would talk to people in my family most recently, maybe maybe about five, ten years ago. I was talking to my brother. My brother's man, yeah, man, I've I, I been around. What you call man? I seen your dad. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, for, for real? What are you talking about? In the conversation, the man never said he said anything about me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, that's messed up. You know what I'm saying? That's messed up. Um, but I, I took that as I'm gonna show you, like Bo said. I won't. The world said I'm. I'm not supposed to be where I'm at right now, and yeah. because I know that, that's what drives me. So I'm a great father because he was not there. Because I remember the days when I didn't have a ride to practice, and everybody else, daddy was taking the practice, or I was riding with people. You know what I'm saying? So all that, all that went in my mind. So when I had my own. I'm going to do the opposite of what... So, in a negative way, it helped me be what I am today. You know what I'm saying? As far as father. That's why not having my father there made me made me a better father. Because I know what it feels like to not be there. Like Bo said, you you got to you got to find a balance of being the good guy and the bad guy in certain situations. Yeah. You gotta motivate your kids. You gotta pet them on the, you gotta pet them on the back, pet them on the butt to say you good. But then again, you gotta find that time where you like, yo, well, you know, like, man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta toughen up. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta know when to step back. And I think what happens is in my life, my mama had nobody like we have. We have a balance where you have two people in the household. I feel like at times my mama ain't know when to let up. You know what I mean? And that don't kind of. Hurt and then she ain't know when she ain't know when to let up because I feel like at times she was put in that situation by my father of having to be both parents. So she was going off of only what she thought a man should be doing. You know what I mean? When he could have stepped in and said, Hey yo, this he could have been like your father did, you know what I'm saying? Just being around. Because looking yeah. back, if he was just around, boy, it, it would have made a difference, right? It made totally different. Okay. But let me tell you this though. Let me tell you this. When I t- when my son was born, my son was born. I had so much animosity toward my daddy. That was the drive to make me be better. I had so much animosity. My daughter was was maybe four years old. My mama took took her to Kings and Men. She brought her back home. He was with her. The animosity I had without so my daughter was four. I mean, I was 20, 25. She brought her to my house. When I seen him, this 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 heat just came over top of me. You know what I'm saying? Cause I had so much animosity toward him, so I want to punch him in his face. Like I literally like because my daughter's right there, I didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was crazy because I didn't do it because all my all my life, and I remember I told y'all this before, you know what I'm saying? Maybe by the time we graduated, you know what I mean? I felt like I wanted to fight him. Because I, I I was I felt like he 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 did such a dis disservice to me by not just being there. You know what I'm saying? So that day, it just it just hit me because I was so good. I was doing good. I had a family. I was doing all this stuff. You gonna show up? Don't try to show up, y'all. And me up and be laughing. You know what I'm saying? So I told him that later on. I called him that later on that day. I said, man, I said, no, don't don't do this. And I, and I gave it to him. I gave him everything that was on my chest. Boom. This man style. You know what I'm saying? He, 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 he on the phone, he ain't saying nothing. I ain't talk to him again. But he's still talking to my mama. All that, boom, he'll talk to me. I'm like, damn, like, dog, you, you Alan. My son, my son is born. 
what happens is with your son, your son starts to emulate everything you do. Bo, you can attest to this. Your son yeah. starts mimicking everything you do, right? King was about two. We, I was playing the game. This man was doing every mannerism, everything. And the funny thing is, at that moment, I kind of felt like, yo, I remember this. I did the same thing with my dad. You know what I'm saying? And then that's when I realized, getting my ego out the way and realizing, I said to myself, I said, yo, my problem with him isn't that he wasn't there. I mean, it's not just that he wasn't there. It was the fact that I love this man. That was my dad. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't know how to express that. You know what I'm saying? And looking at my son, it made me change my whole my whole process about the, the issue that I had with him to the point where I'm like, yo, my whole animosity toward this dude is because the love that I have for him. Because I, I thought to myself, to myself, I said, yo, if you don't love nobody, you don't care about him. So you don't care enough to even be mad at him if you ain't got no love for him. That's just how I feel. If I, don't, if I ain't got no relationship with you, ain't got no love for you, for me to beef with you, it's stupid because I ain't even got that, ain't got that relationship to have with you. You know what I'm saying? So that, that led me removing the ego like we just talked about, finding that main number, calling him, having a conversation with him about that whole thing with my son and why he wasn't there. And at 30, I found out why he wasn't around. It ain't an excuse of why he wasn't around, but to me it wasn't an excuse. Some would say it is an excuse, but it goes back to the fear thing and the ego thing. Y'all want to know why the man was there? Yeah, I want to know. This man wasn't there because when I was born, this man said, yo, I don't know. I'm just going off the words, the story he gave me. Everybody celebrating their kids. He said, at this time, he said, I, was sm- I just smoke weed. And he came in and he was like, yo. He was like, yo. Um, he was like, yo, um, dude came in. He's like, man, I got something that go, that go, that go take you to a hole. And, I, and, I, and these days, it'll turn you up. So he gave him some, some heroin. Never took it, in the, took it in his life. So he, he went from smoking weed to going to that. And then you know how that was in the 80s. It was an epidemic. Yeah. So he, he told me he had been off and on for the last, for my whole life. Now, he told me this story. at I was 32. You understand, for 30 years, he was scared out of fear and his ego wouldn't allow him to come be in my life. He couldn't just come up the hill because he was so embarrassed that he was on dope when all I wanted was this man to be there. He would sell me dreams of coming through. You know what I'm saying? So he taught me how to be a father. You know what I'm saying? By not being there. But at the same time, making a full circle made me realize why I need to be there and, wh- and what kind of love that your, that your kid has for you. Like both said to you earlier, big, that money, it don't even matter, dog. I'm telling you right there. My daddy owned drugs. If he was there, Nigga, I don't even I don't care what you say. I'd rather take him on drugs than him not be there. 
because he still could have gave me something from a male standpoint that could have helped me be better than I am today. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? That's that's my story. You know. What okay. I mean? All right. All right. Okay. That's what's up. I'm, I'm gonna come back. To, I'm gonna come back to something that you said uh, after we get uh, Don T perspective on. Uh, you know, how was your father, Don? My story is a lot like Tay's story. Was like it was, it was the eighties. He was he 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 did what he did in the eighties. Um, I think my parents like separated, or my mother left him when I was like five or six years old. I found out after I got older, it's because he got into a relationship where she caught him cheating with somebody that she knew, and he actually to this day like they have a family together, which kind of changed my I guess it changed my view I, I, I'm still upset that he wasn't there for me and my older sister but then I see the relationship that he has with my younger mm-hmm. siblings and um, I'm kind of jealous of it in a way but it, it, it also like for some reason it just made me like realize like he just a nigga he, he just, he's just another nigga yo. It's, it's like niggas do whatever they, they can or want to do and I'm not gonna hold it against anybody for making the decision they make. Like I'm at the end of the day, I'm good. My mother's good. My sister's good. So I don't really harbor any ill will towards him. I love my younger siblings. Mm-hmm. I love all my siblings. And he he wouldn't that they wouldn't be here if he wasn't. So that's just how I view it. Now I'm I'm a little different than Tay because it's like I don't. If he passed tomorrow, I don't think I feel his way. I really don't, because I don't know. I don't. I really don't know him. He's a stranger to me. Like after five or six, I really didn't see him. Like he would tell me he's coming through. I never saw him. Like they was all empty promises. I never saw him. Like we, anytime I saw him, it would be like we ran into each other on the street. Mm. But I like he he never actually came through on a promise. Like more than a handful of times, or less than a handful of times, honestly. That he actually came through when he said he was come through. So it's like, he, he's pretty much a stranger to me. Like, he, he's a reason a lot of the people I love are here, but he's a stranger to me. Which is sad, but... Okay. okay. So, so in a way, from what you're saying, you have some love for your father, or none at all? Um, I, appreci- I have an appreciation of him for... Um, how my sisters view him because I see how I you see mean your younger sisters, right? Younger sisters, my 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 younger sisters, and I, I didn't even meet my younger siblings until I was twenty eight years old. Like I was a whole adult, and my youngest, my older sister said she was gonna go meet everybody, and I was like, yeah, I'm good on that because I, I in my eyes I felt that like at that time I felt like it was being disloyal to my mother because he cheated on my mother. Like hearing my mother cry and that changed yeah. my goddamn life. Okay, like yeah, that's your hurt. Like, I'm almost well enough yeah. right now thinking about shit. That that shit makes you hate yeah. that nigga even more. Like you, I, I separate myself from that when yeah. I talk about that. Hearing yeah. my mother cry, yeah. like at night when she think I'm not up, I'm not listening. Like that's your that's your hurt. But at 28, when my sister reached out to me. Because she didn't have anything to do with that situation. She's like, I want to get to know you. And I'm like, I, I can't hold that anger that I have towards him 
like towards her because she didn't do anything. She's innocent. And my my mother's gonna feel it. She might feel a certain way. She'll never say it because she understands. Because not all her siblings yes. came from the same father. So she understands. She might feel a certain way when me and my sister over there and like, yeah, we saw uh our younger siblings and da da da. Like she it might make her feel a certain way because I'm pretty sure that was the love of her life. She they were married, like she she thought that that yeah. was for her forever. Yeah. So I, I know just hearing about that man's family, other family now, the ones that he just up and picked up and left <laughs> us for, I know that make her feel away. But I, 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 it makes me love her more because she, she never makes us feel guilty of having a relationship with them. Yeah. So I have an appreciation for him for that, just for my younger siblings. But other than that, it's like, as far as me and him are concerned, it's like, it's whatever. And, and to this day, like, I, I still don't get a call. I still don't get a text message. And it's, it's an ego and a pride thing. I'm like, I'm not going to call you. Like, it is. I, I, like, I admit it. Like, I'm not going to call you. I'm not. Because you know what you did. You know what you didn't do. I, I'm your child. I'm not going to call you. I'm not extending this olive branch. If you don't want this relationship, that's perfectly fine. I don't need it at this point. Okay. Okay. Now, you know, all, all the stories that we've told about our fathers being our lives, you know, don't think I was trying to get y'all to be emotional, vulnerable. You know, I just want to talk about this, especially in African-American culture. Everything that y'all said has, and this is a point, a point to what Bo was saying. When he said that his grandfather was a drunk, but his father was better than his grandfather, that's the evolution of how the father figure is changing in African-American culture. Like, you had times where the fathers would come home, be at work all day, they just go sit on the couch, tell, tell our mothers, like, look, hey, I ain't taking care of these kids. I've been to work all day. Hey, go ahead and take care of them. I ain't got shit to do with that. I bring home the bacon. This, this is what it is. But nowadays, you can see how that narrative has changed. Now we have African-American fathers who are more involved with their families. And just like Tay said, having a girl, that changes your whole mindset when it comes to being a father. Because number one, you need to show your daughter what that example of a black father should be to that to your family. Like you can't be out here wilding, doing all types of stuff, because these kids they're like sponges. They're going to soak up everything that they see, and if the father figure is their go-to, they're going to emulate everything that they see from their father. And that's the point that I'm just trying to get across now. You know, since it's Father's Day tomorrow. We need to see more examples of good fathers in the African-American culture being there for their kids. Even if y'all not married, still be there for your kids. Just like what Don T said, you know, your father basically abandoned y'all. He left and he didn't even reach out to y'all to check on, see, check to see how y'all was doing. But he taking care of a whole nother family. That, that's just not cool. You know, I, I, I feel I, I'm sorry that you had to go through that, Dom. Especially, especially the part of hearing your mother cry at night. As, as a son, all us having sons, we love our mothers dearly. But something like that, that will emotionally probably scar all of us. But I commend you for the man that you've become this day and age. I see the things that you're doing, and I can tell you right now, you learned a lot of lessons from your father not being around. It's you too, Tay. You know, y'all, y'all are. 
prime examples of what good fathers should be. Dom, I know you don't have no kids, but when you do have a kid, that kid ain't gonna want it. <laughs> well, he was already taking care of somebody else's kid before, so I've seen it. Yeah, he had a sofa. I'm hit on it. You want to be able to turn it back in? I'm here to tell you and stop. But uh, I'm an awesome stepdad. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> he is an awesome stepdad. When you have your old kids, bro, they're go, they gonna be in good hands, man. And that's the thing, man. Like, this generation now still tries to bash the father for not being around. That, 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 that's, that it's just, it's just, it's just getting old. Because there are a lot of good examples of good black fathers that are around, even ones that are not in a relationship, they're still doing for their kids, man. So big, this 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 cannot look as far as fathers being around. Um, this is what I saw, you know what I mean, looking at it and from a different perspective. It's what they put out there. But when I when I started when I moved over here with when I moved to the county, what I did see was it was a lot more fathers around. It was just back to the point where what both saying, it was what kind of fathers they were. You know what I'm saying? I, I when I moved around here, a lot, everybody man, to me, everybody daddy was around. You know what I'm saying? It was a good. I mean, to me, I felt like it was half and half. You know what I'm saying? But the world made it seem like it was nobody. You know what I mean? It was just the ones who were who were there. What kind of fathers were there? Some were just a holes. Some was just around just because they peeped their head in. It was just. It goes back to if you're gonna be there. You must do something while you're there, cause I feel like it's more, it's it, it's it's been more fathers around, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like you said earlier, just coming to the house and sit down, that ain't being a father, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I and you know, I agree with what you're saying. Where you moved at at the time, you probably did see more fathers in that area. But you know, me and Bo, we grew up basically in the same area. Outside of Bo, I think his father was the only father I knew on the block. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, who, who else, who else had fathers around us? Both that you knew of. Uh, who the daddy was there? Okay, him and I think John. John' dad was there. He was. Yeah, they was married. Him uh, was married. Oh, I didn't know that. And then after that, that was it. Everybody else was single mother. I mean, Mr. Tennessee too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try, try oh, that. Mr. Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. So that's about what four. Four fathers we knew right there. Yeah. But I can't say this as far as as far as I the people we grew we grew up with, that don't resonated with everybody. Cause everybody the people that you would think that would go off and, and not be there for their kid, everybody that I know for sure that we've grown up with that I still got a relationship with, they they there for their kids. And that don't I think that's something it won't spoke about, but I it won't I said spoke, we're gonna talk. As a whole, we all had in our mind. We go. That's that's one thing we gonna do different. Is be there for our kids. Exactly. And I'm I'm glad you said that, Tay. That's the point that I was trying to make. And for real, every experience, you know, whether a father was there or father wasn't there, this generation now that's coming out, that's taking care of these, that's taking care of kids that we grew up in. All of us have learned from that experience and it has all made us better fathers. You know, some of us didn't have fathers that were there. Some of us had fathers who were assholes. But at the end of the day, we all had that mindset like, look, we know what this disappointment feel like. We're not going to 
bring this disappointment to our kids. We're going to make sure our kids are straight and they know what the narrative is that, hey, we around, we're going to do, and we're going to always continue to be around because we brought y'all into this world and we're going to make sure things are straight for y'all. That's the definition of what a real father is. And we need more examples like that. That's one of the reasons, that's one of the reasons I don't have kids because I, I, don't, I don't want that responsibility. I, some days I just don't feel like being bothered with nobody. Some, I look at my phone and won't respond to shit. I just don't feel like being bothered something, and I know I can't do that right. if I have a child. So it's like I, I really don't. Boy, I really hey don't. Man, want I played Pokemon yesterday <laughs> for like two, almost three hours straight, mm. and we stayed in the same area for the whole two to three hours straight. Mm. Man, we ain't go to the spot. You know how you be trying to beat a game. That man got three areas that he ain't going in. I was trying to get him to go to them areas. This man kept on making excuses of why he couldn't go. Dumb. I wanted to leave that room so bad, sir. <laughs> I want to leave that room so bad, Charlie. But it's like Friday is the day, man. Friday is the day. We we established that Friday will be fun Friday, Charlie. So it's like, like you said, I had to be there. I couldn't leave. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I feel I appreciate that, Darren, because it's dudes out here. They go off and have kids because they feel like they need to have these kids and they don't think about that piece, the consequences. You know what I mean? Of their actions. And they just go ahead and go through with it because it sounds good at the time or they might be committed and something happens. So any girl that don't 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 understand that, yo, they don't need to be with her because cause if you ain't ready, y'all shouldn't be having kids because that's that's gonna lead to the negative part. Yeah. And you don't want to make them same mistakes that your father made to you, you know, for this child. So I know I know I know if it if I fuck up, just just know. <laughs> when I say it happened, I <laughs> So if I fuck up I would be there for my kid because I, I, I know what not being there feels like. So yeah, I, I, I mean, I know that, but I'm saying, like, right now, knowing knowing that about yourself right now, you know what I mean? It's a lot of people out here that don't know that. They don't, they won't identify that. That allow a girl to to, to, to go 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 raw diesel. They don't understand the consequences of going raw diesel. You know what I mean? You just can't lay it. Wow. Wow. You wild. You wild. See, it's going to be an accident. Coming soon. You talking like that. <laughs> no, but um, shoot, I mean, that was a good segment, bitch. That was a great segment, yeah, man. man. I was, told you he's smart, yo. That's what fucking Lou say. That boy's smart, man. He's smart. <laughs> All right, so look, we're gonna move on to um on to the next Oklahoma one. State and Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy. So yeah, Mike, Gundy. Mike Gundy was in a picture a couple of days ago. He went fishing. He went fishing and um and had a shirt. I never heard of that TV, that TV uh yeah, anybody heard of that TV that network? I never heard I never heard about it until now. I know it's uh oh. it's like uh it's like a uh, basically far right wing, yeah, something like that. Yeah, like they basically they, they don't care about Black Lives Matter and that shit. They basically like, look, man, it is what it is. 
Oh no, I got it. Yeah, what's what happened? I got yeah, some text that don't got it. Um, so yeah, one America News Network. That's the name of the network. <laughs> you like? Yeah, you like what no, I got two, two, two. Um, two texts came through. That don't paused on me. Oh. But one, one, um, one America News Network is the shirt that he had on. Like you said, they said it's a far, far what right wing. Um, yeah. Yeah, far, far yeah. right. News, if, if you want to yeah. call it, that. I don't even know how that what what far right, far left means. Far left is liberal. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he had the shirt on in the picture. Um, he got backlash from his running back. Who is one? Who is if not the top running? No, he is the top running back in the nation this year because he led the nation in rushing yards last year. Yeah. Um, one of the top Heisman uh, candidates. So running back come out and go, yo, I'm gonna dis- disassociate myself with uh, Ohio State. I'm not. I'm sorry. Oklahoma State. State. Oklahoma State. Um, he tweeted that out. So they 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 quickly, you know what I mean, fixed the problem. Had a team meeting. Um, y'all saw the video with uh with the running back and Gundy. I heard about it. So, <laughs> yeah, I saw yeah, it. Yeah, um, I saw it. In that joint, homeboy looked like he didn't want to do it. And they and they made the man apologize. I said, yeah. I made him apologize. So. He somebody got in his head. Um, somebody got in, got in his head. Fear and ego, again. Um, got to him quick. This gonna mess your money up. This gonna mess your Heisman up. This gonna mess this up. You know what I mean? So let's go ahead and make this this quick. And I'm sure I feel like my opinion. I feel like Gundy said that to him. He put him in. Say, man, look, man. I understand what you're saying, but look though, you don't want this to backlash on you either, though. You know what I mean? You in the running for the for the for the Heisman. You know what I'm saying? You you gonna be one of the top running backs to come out this year. You don't want these guys to be that, which is true. And I feel like that's why I got the guy got into the jump. Got did the video with him. If y'all see the video, man, he literally looks like he does not want to be there. Hey man, you know I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna just go ahead and start this off and just say this go back to that whole Florida State incident, man. Number one, he had every right to say what he said. And Gundy is a fucking asshole for coming out and wearing that goddamn shirt. You are a coach. You have a job that's going that it has you in the goddamn spotlight. You knew by having that shirt on, it was going to trigger something. And it triggered something with your star running back. You basically going to try to ride this man back to a six-figure, seven-figure-year contract. Because that's what you're looking for. You want to get that money in the end. But he basically said, hey, you need to take this shit off. I'm not going to base He basically was like, I'm not going to play for you. If he decided to sit out just like how Marvin uh, Wilson and them dudes at Florida State planned on doing, he going to hurt them where it really matter, and that's in those pockets. That's why they tried to get him to do that video and try to basically sweep all this stuff under the rug. But I feel like he kind of conceded, though. He should have stuck to his guns. I wouldn't have did the video. Yeah, you I would apologize. He should have stuck to his guns. He shouldn't apologize. He should have stuck to his guns and basically said, "You know what? I'll walk away from all this money, or you know what I'll do? I'm gonna transfer out this program and go play somewhere else, and just have to work hard to get to where I want to be." I think a lot of times, like as far as sports is concerned, his team might have backed him. Like if because he he might have wanted to walk away, but then he looked at like everybody that he like calls brothers. And if they didn't back him, like he might not have had that backing, which which made them make that decision. Now, 
that don't make it right or wrong, but he's a young kid and he doesn't necessarily have those principles instilled that some people do and, and that we do at 35, 36 years well, old. I feel like if you're going to go, go all the way. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't dip, your, uh, dip your toe in the water then say, oh, this water kind of cold and then back up. If you're going to do it, do it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you hundred percent. But I'm just, I'm just shooting them some bail where it might have been other factors or other people that he took into consideration rather than just himself. He should have thought that through before he made that. Exactly. That you gonna go, gonna go. Don't make no empty threat. You know what I'm saying go. You know what I'm saying. But I agree with you. I'm just saying. I'm just shooting yeah. the kids some bail. But yeah, let's say I, I, I ain't gonna put no blame on no kid though, man. That's that's that's, that's the white coach fault, man. You know what I'm saying. That's the you you gonna get your money off these black packs, you know what I'm saying? But you gonna listen to this to this uh, right wing crazy news, you know what I'm saying? And you don't believe in, you know what I'm saying? Then you gonna make him, then he gonna make him apologize. You not even gonna apologize. You gonna make him apologize. You know man, saying? this man ain't even apologized, dog. Let me let me um we, we gonna get to the next point because he made something else. I'm gonna tell y'all what he said in response to that. But um, I want to go back to what he said. But that goes back to what Bo was saying about the ego thing earlier. You know what I mean? Is it good or bad? At this point, it was time for him to stick his chest out and have his ego and say, no, I'm sticking to my guns. It was wrong. I don't believe in it. I don't agree with it. I'm staying. I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? But back to what you were saying too, though, Dom, like I said about the, the FSU jump, if my son tweets that out and he started to get this news, I'm going to call my son and I'm going to say, now you in the you in the water. We gotta swim now. But he might not have no, swim. No, at the same time, he might not have no nobody to do that for him though. You know what I'm saying? He he I know that that's what I'm saying. Like you 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 you'll know his his backing, like you'll know his parents' mindset. His parents' mindset might just be on like they ain't trying to cause no waves, they ain't trying to be the center of nothing, like you got this going for you. Like we could just go ahead, put our head down and keep grinding. That, that, was, the, that was the next thing I was gonna say, Dom. I was like, I, that was the next thing I was gonna say. I was like, maybe his parents called him. Because I, I'm, I'm like y'all. I don't care what the team team think I should do. I'm gonna do do. I'm gonna do what the hell I want to do. You know what I'm saying? If I feel like if I feel that rough about it, you know what I'm saying. But if my mama, if my mama would come and say that, because I ain't gonna disrespect her. If my mama come and say, "Hey, we might gotta rethink this," I might, I'm, I might concede. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm thinking that happened. Somebody from his from one of his people called him. Was like, "Hey, man, look." We just got this one season. We got this one season. You get to December, January, whenever the bowl game is, we done. Let's just get through this one season. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he might he might listen to that because I use my, my mama, for example. Like, y'all might not know. I, I work with my mom. We literally work in the same department under the same supervisor. I, I, it was at one point I was continuously butting heads with my supervisor. My mama said, like, hey, you might want to chill out. I'm like, for what? He's wrong. She's like, yeah, but he gonna pick on you. Like, you, like you don't know what these people do, and they stick together. So like, it don't matter if he if he's wrong in in certain instances. Like, you just you gotta chill out. But I'm like, but ma, we in the union. What are you gonna do to me? He can't do shit to me, ma. He he, it's nothing he can do. My, my mother has the mindset like she just wants to come to work, do what she's supposed to do. If somebody hit her with some bullshit, like she gonna, if it's if it's to a certain extent, she'll just ride the wave. Like it ain't that serious. I'm like, I'm. Button heads with you because I because I backed by a union, like because me and my mother had different mindsets when it comes to that. So he might not have somebody with the same mindset as we might have. I think his situation might be just like what you said with you and your mama, yo. 
You know what I mean? And I think as we get older, that that's what happens. You know what I'm saying? That's what happens. We we can deal with a little bit more things as we get older because we can kind of see the end or we we know the consequences of it and sometimes the fear of having to deal with it or the consequence the fear of the consequence that comes with it sometimes. Not saying that about your mom, but I'm saying that's how some people work sometimes. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So I mean in that video, then the ad got that going with Alfred Williams, dude who used to play back linebacker for the uh, Broncos came out and said in 1989 when he was playing for Colorado. Gundy was the quarterback at uh, Oklahoma State. He called him. He called him. He called him a nigga during the game, right? But well, you can't bring you can't bring that up though. That's that's how many years ago though. You know what I'm saying you so wouldn't want nobody doing that shit to you though. You know what I'm saying how many wild ass things you said. Nigga? What what if you go in your interview for your next job and the nigga was like, yeah, well, in 2000 you said this and this and this about such and such. You know what I'm saying. So you're a totally I, I different person that. now. See what I'm saying. I, I, I get that, and I ain't, I ain't trying to make, it, but I'm just, I'm, I'm just going on what, what his response. All right, so they talked to, um, they talked to him, and this is, this is what he said. Uh, we spoke with Gundy, Gundy on Monday. I'm, I'm looking at this uh, uh, Sports Illustrated article. We spoke to Gundy on Monday, and this was his response. It didn't upset me, and I have many friends that are black. Gundy told our news channel for <laughs> that, that dumb. Gundy told our news channel four camera, the people around here know that and they don't concern themselves with it because they know I'm not that way. I'd like to put an end to it and let people know I'm not that way. The people that don't know me, it may have been something their players started and I don't know why they do it, do that. It's embarrassing to me, but then again, it doesn't really hurt because I know that I carry myself in a way that I should I should carry. Plus, if I ever said something like that, my mom would probably run me out of the house. All right, two things. But we're gonna move on. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get y'all the coaches on two things. We can talk about this on first. So he said, um, the usual don't you get back when somebody's trying to defer. I have many black friends. All right, one. Then he says, I'm not that way. What way are you? You 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 don't even identify what what would you talk about? I guess he's when he said I'm not that way, saying he's not racist. Is that what y'all kind of comprehending when he when he said I'm not that way? Yeah, yeah. that's what that's what I pick up. But for real though, you put a race on so, the high seat. Of course they're gonna be like I'm not racist at that point in time. That's he never he never identifies. He never says anything about being racist. He never says I'm not racist. He just says I'm not that way. That can be perceived in any way. The same yeah. way when I say I got, I have, when I read that he said I have many black friends, dumb style laughing, because that's the first response you get when you when you when you when you bring that up to someone of a different color yeah. or a different culture. I mean, so to me, to me, and this this my interpretation of it. You've been accused of these things. Why not identify exactly what it is? I'm not racist. If you're not racist, say I'm not racist, or not say I'm not that way. I mean, but the biggest the biggest scheme I'm trying to see is this shit gonna keep on happening as long as all our young black athletes keep on going to these white schools, yo, with these white coaches. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna keep on happening, yo. I'm saying they gonna get their money. I'm saying, especially in college, they gonna get their millions of dollars. The head coach get paid millions of dollars, and then they gonna keep on working them boys for free. You know what I'm saying, and it is, I mean, it is what it is, man. They need to stop doing it. You know what I'm saying. 
I know so it'd be this, hard to do a football, but they need to stop doing it. So this is this is what um this is what um so the guy called called the coach that uh, was coaching him at the time in nineteen eighty nine when it happened. So the coach goes, I spoke I so he goes, I spoke to former former Oklahoma State head coach Pat Jones today about this topic. And Jones told me he got a note after the game from the University of Colorado president, E. Gordon Gett G, who is now the president of West Virginia University. Jones said G's note said he should talk to his quarterback about using language he shouldn't have used that was directed at Colorado players. Jones told me he went to Gundy and spoke to him. He said, Coach, he, he said, Coach, you should have heard, you should have heard what they were saying to me, what they were saying about my mother. Jones said, as Gundy denied denied it as he did in the media. I sent a note back to G telling him that he might want to worry about the language his player, his player were his players were saying were using about our quarterback's mother. I'll tell you what it was, and Robert, you know about this. It was bottom of the pal gutter talk. So the coach just really to me, this is my interpretation, let us know that he said it. Oh yeah, I know. But hey, well, he, of course he's gonna lie though. I say he can't say, yeah, I called him a nigga. He can't say that. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to make it seem like he wouldn't he went he wouldn't he wouldn't come off and say that. You know of what I'm saying? Of course, he got to. He said it. He said it. And just his talking some, I'm not that way, lets me know he said it. And the thing is, like you said, Bo, I ain't saying the man should be fired because that don't happen a long time ago, 31 years ago. You know what I mean? But it's 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 like you say, it's gonna keep on happening. But to me, he's trying to make it seem like he's not that way. But dog, we obviously see that you're that way because your your your, your actions and actions speak louder than the words, right or wrong. In my opinion, that's right. That's yeah, right. the actions of wearing that shirt let you know where he sit when it comes to his 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 life. He he owned a one America, whatever that that network it is. It's it's bad enough he watches. It. <laughs> he rocked with but shirt. Wears a shirt like this. this this is the type of shit I represent. Like, I want y'all to do this. This is my shit right here. That, when you rock that shirt, that's what you said. That's my show. <laughs> that's my show. You know what I mean? That's like you buy the three six shirt. I'm going to rock this. That's my shit. I'm going to rock this shit. He has an own shirt. Like, that's like, this nigga went to the old network website. Shopping, I want that shirt just to get a shirt. So, we give me a shirt that that's time. I can feel it. Give me that shirt. (laughs) 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 So, I I mean, I feel like uh, the Chuba Hubba kid, he should have stuck to his guns a little bit more. Like you said, but it did happen 31 years ago with that situation with Colorado. This situation right here, it's not gonna really change nothing, but that lets the kids know who they're dealing with when they go down there, in my opinion. What yeah. you think, B? Oh, no. <laughs> How you feel about it, B? You feel the same way? I mean, for real, man, if you want to make a real mark on the man, you should transfer out. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, his coach basically saying, this is what I support. He's going to come out and try to clean it up because he wants more African-American kids to come there and then they're going to make him look successful. But for real, you want to make a bigger impact? Transfer out. Like, look, man, this is not for me. I don't want to be in this environment. I'm going somewhere else where these people can appreciate my talents and respect 
my views when it comes to certain things and they will back me up and, and, and support me. Like you know, like Don said earlier, man, the business part, the business part is was what got him in because he led the nation in rushing. He's 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 one of the top Heisman candidates this year. He's kind of stuck, in my opinion. Because if he goes somewhere in a negative way, it it's gonna be a knock on him. What what hold on, but why why you say it's gonna be a knock on him if he goes somewhere else? So, like we were talking about last week with the Florida State joint, I think it'll be it'll be the opposite of it. You know what I mean? They'll hold that. Against, I feel like they'll hold that against him where it'll mess up his money in the, in, in the future. Don't doesn't Oklahoma State have to sign off on him transferring and then playing that same year? Uh, if, if the if the the, the, the NCAA does, yeah, the NCAA does. So NCAA, so okay. so basically, like he can go to them and be like, "Look, man, I'm playing in an environment where." He can try to get like a special waiver to where he can transfer any school now and basically be eligible the minute he transfer. He can basically be like some about like the atmosphere, some he don't like the atmosphere there, and they may like give him a special waiver based off of that. Cause the situation that, and that's that's some that's some confront that's something that the NCAA say yay or nay to though. Yeah. And and what's actually funny since we talking about the NCAA, I think from this article that I actually read last night, they're going to start distancing themselves away from people. I'm sorry, let me not say people. They're moving away from, like, states who still support the Confederate flag. So just like, yeah, Yeah, just last night, they backed out uh, Mississippi, and I think Mississippi has something to do. They, like, they host a baseball tournament area, the NCAA baseball tournament. So basically... Yeah, yeah, the SEC. So basically with them backing out, that's millions of dollars that the state of Mississippi will no longer be getting because of what that flag represents. Because they still have the Confederate flag as part yeah, of their exactly. state flag. I mean, I mean, these young kids out here, man, they're making the change. Exactly. They're making the change. They're making the change. Yeah. I think what's happening is for me, the hard thing for me with this change is – the 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 steps that are being done to 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 change this to me sometimes it feel like man it's just being done just all they'll get over like like the um stamps on these websites when you go to and they got the little black lives matter y'all man y'all don't play Madden no more but on Madden they got a joint on there yeah Call of Duty Black Two K they got yeah they all yeah they all let they let the people know who was they, yeah everybody yeah, so yeah they they're going black crazy black. with that yeah what. Yeah. See, I tell so like, you, this me, morning, if y'all had the Black Lives Matter on there. So, so to me, it's like that's the last time I called a nigga. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, it's, uh, uh, it's like it's 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 because I was looking, at, I was listening to another podcast, and and, um, and dude was like, man. If we won't change, we gotta allow some things to happen. Cause somebody was making that point that I I just made. He's like, man, I'm tired of it. You know what I mean? How many of them people really gonna do something about it? Who's really doing something? And and, and his homeboy was like, yo, we gotta uh we gotta identify it as change and sometimes allow it to happen, even though we might not agree with it at the moment. Let's see what they do in addition to that. You know what I mean? 
But I think uh, Mike Gundy, man, he in hot water, man. They mess around, got that going. Be in the top four this year, Sean. But is he hot? Nope. He good? <laughs> nah, he no, no, no. When I say hot water, when I say hot water, I ain't talking about for his job to lose, to lose his job, but he may lose some recruits. Oh, yeah. Certain people saw that and they got a bad taste in their mouth. But overall, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he don't get the I mean, top. He don't get the top of Pusa, Oklahoma, no way. Uh, saying Oklahoma dude. Yeah, yeah. No, but I just, I just that's what I mean by hot water. You know, so you got to try to compete. You got to hire the quarterback. I mean, you got to hire the running back. I'm sure they're gonna get a a, a lot of attention, and well, they, that's about to falter. Well, well, hopefully the attention that Gunny gonna get is gonna be negative to where a player's not gonna want to come. You know, that's that's the that's the biggest thing that can happen from this. Cause, cause, just like we noticed, and the TV shows on ESPN noticed, like, yo, this nigga actually did this. Like, other he did notice that too. <laughs> he did. He did. Like, just, just like we noticed the the uh, the whole atmosphere in that video, the whole body language of the uh, of the two people that was in it, like that. This is off. Like, we we know it's some like it's some foul shit going on behind the scenes right there. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Click 6 Podcast. Leave us a comment and let us know how we're doing. You can follow us across all social media platforms. The information is in our description.